0: Welcome back to Let's Talk Kashris. Today we are joined by Rabbi Nassen Dubin, Kashrut Administrator at the HKA in Houston and the founder of the Kosher Institute of America. Thank you, Rabbi Dubin, for joining us. Before we get into this conversation, I have to ask you, you're, you founded this institute. What is the purpose of the institute? What are you looking to accomplish?
1: So the institute is an online training institute. So it originally started out as a course for people looking to learn about kashrut. Just to go through everything, all the basics, and for refreshers. That's how it started out, and it was sort of a small uh, online course. Since then, we started making, I was approached by Rabbi Fishbane, Rabbi Shalom Fishbane of, of ACO and CRC, and um, he asked me if I would be interested in considering making a standardized Mashkiach course for mashkiach around the world. So we worked on that, Mar Hashem, over the course of a year. Um, we created that course, and we launched January 2020. And each, each Hashgacha actually has their own independent course. It's the same fundamentals, but then modified for each, for each Hashgacha. So right now, as of now, we have, Bar Hashem, about 2,000 Hashgachim wow. on five continents.
0: Who have taken your course? Who are
1: mid- middle or in taking, the middle, taking, graduated, well, depending on where they are, and um, 31 Hashgachas around the world using it.
0: Baruch phenomenal, Hashem. phenomenal. Chalcha yeah. <laughs> Raisa, beautiful. Thank you for what you do. I'd like to dive into a topic that's very, very important, very relevant, and one that frankly I don't think is discussed enough. I'm just saying, but I've heard from Rabona Marshirim who have said that this is a really important topic, and that's the cautious of food in shuls and yeshivas. I have not yet heard of a shul that has a hashkacha nor have I heard of a yeshiva that has hashkacha. They have from cooks, they're from people milling around, but typically Bate Knesses, Bate madrish, yeshivas that have food being served do not have Ashkocha. So, my question is why?
1: It's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it, I, th- I don't know if I would necessarily put schools and shul's, yeshivas and shul's necessarily in the, in the same, same category. Right. I think they, they, there are similarities, but I think that they're different. Obviously, in, 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 an, I- in an ideal world, yes, every shul. Every yeshiva, every institution should be, you know, wonderful, be under azgah, right? why not, right? It's not always practical. You know, in an in, in in out-of-town community where there's one big shul and that shul also runs the Vat maybe that's easier, right? But we have small shuls, different shuls, and not necessarily associated with the Vat It's not always so practical. That said, a few days ago I got a call from an individual in a city, and out-of-town community in North America. The school built, recently built a brand new beautiful kitchen and starting to serve meals, roll the them. wonderful. This individual who called me, not officially associated with that yeshiva, but heard a little bit of what's going on, and said, do you mind if I tell you a little bit about the setup and tell me if you think I have reason to be concerned? OK, I'm all ears. They have one large kitchen. One side is Melchik, the other side is fleishek. They hired a non-Jewish cook and a non-Jewish assistant cook who's going to be making all the food. Do I I see any reason to be concerned? I said, let's let's start this again. So there's no meshkiach. There's no person in charge of the kitchen. There's no kosher, there's no religious person working in the kitchen. There's no protocol set up for the kitchen. It's one kitchen with milkshakes and falashiks in the same kitchen. Yes, I think there's reason to be concerned. Okay, mm-hmm. so he needed he, we validation. We walked through, and then we'll get to that if you want soon, some of the practical guidance that how to set up a school kitchen, a shul kitchen properly. So, like I mentioned before, ideal, ideally that would be great. Have hashgacha, then you just pass off the responsibility. It's not always practical, but we can discuss some of the practical things that I think are more realistic for a shul and for a school. I think, I think it
0: would be two different tracks. So let's start with yeshivas. Typically, if, if a yeshiva does not have ashkacha, and I'm eating from their food, am I just simply relying on the run-of-the-mill that there's a from Yiddir who's assuring me that the food is kosher, no different than I, if I was eating in his house? So it, it, it's counterintuitive because
1: in a, in a school setting, when you have a from Yeshiva with a from Manal and from Rabbein, right, so you have this self-assurance that of course it's fine, right? But if you ask Manal, are you responsible for what goes on in the kitchen? I'm not responsible. It's not my job. What do I know about kashris? Yes, our Anyway, are you responsible? I'm not responsible. So who is responsible? Even someone. The
0: re- even the reish hamaizad is the not. The It's not my not, definitely not my
1: responsibility. Whose responsibility is it? So hopefully there's a front person working in the kitchen. Hopefully they know a little bit about kashris, and then everything's okay. And it's set up for, for like, it, it's, it's a scary thought. It's a very scary thought, you know, because so as far as someone sneaking something into the kitchen, I don't think you really have that motivation so much because... It's not their budget. They're not looking to make the budget so much. So that's not really the concern. But there's people. if you're not in Kashrus, you don't realize how many things could easily go wrong. Does he realize that every time you open the convection oven, the oven goes off? And then if you leave it open for a little while, then it's special if you close it? Does he realize which vegetables need washing, which ones don't need washing? Does he realize that certain ashkachas there are certain ashkachas that we would Kashr after using them. So. There's a, there's a lot to know. There is a
0: lot to know. And, and, it start, and it starts from the ordering of the food, right? It starts from the ordering of the food. The and very often
1: they send the wrong item, right. right? There's a reason why there are cautious agencies, right? And, and it's not... In, even in a situation like this where ideally it would be nice to be under Ashkacha, mm-hmm. but even if they're not under Ashkacha, you need to have a system in place. There's going to be problems in that kitchen if there's no system in place. It's pasha. It's, it's, I, it's
0: I want to point out, and I think uh, Rabbi Dubin, you'll agree... Our Heleki yeshivas are, are financially strapped as it is. Yes. No one should walk away from this conversation thinking that we're being cavalier about the budgets of yeshivas. Oh, just tack on another part of your budget for a right? Okay,
1: so, so that, that's really why I said when I, that ideally yes to have a but the ideally is underlined and bolded, right? I'm, I'm not necessarily suggesting that's the only route. It can be done without a hashkacha with certain guidelines. Number one is, and, and this is really universal for, for both, at this point, a shul and a school. I think to have, you know, the, the number one, absolute number one, is there needs to be one individual who's a choroi for every single thing that happens in the kitchen, and the buck stops by them. That's number one. It, it's olive it's based. And you see, so they'll, so they'll push it. They'll oversee the ordering, it. they'll oversee They'll have everything. the keys to the
0: kitchen. Everything. They'll oversee the employees, they're in
1: charge. They're in charge. And, and if you come into the kitchen and there's something wrong, or there's, something, there's, something, there's an issue, that person's responsible. And you think it's Pasha, it. it's not Pasha. It. It's, it's really not. It's really, really not. Um, you know, there was, a, there, was a, there was a school that called me, there was a principal that called me um, with a picture of a certain product. They happened to be walking in the kitchen, it just, oh, no it wasn't a principal, it was a teacher. Um, and uh, you know they of a specific product and just ask me what the story is and it's a product that's really not okay you said they found it in the school kitchen it turned out it was it was used for baking challah for the whole school the whole the whole uh, lower school for of, of that of that yeshiva and it was to a point that they threw out all the challah okay who found that a teacher that happened mm-hmm. to have noticed who's responsible for that kitchen? Nobody.
0: How about the calum?
1: So it happens to be like it was a type of situation where it was enough of a problem to throw out the food, but it wasn't enough that, that we required cashing the calum. whatever for whatever reason, whatever the halachic reasoning. But mm-hmm. it, somebody has to be achroi. You need to have a person achroi for the kitchen. So I think that, number one, and, and I think this, these, a lot of these points are universal for both schools and and yeshivas and and but you know but it doesn't matter you know whether it's a stable or a shul or whatever it is there needs to be a person that's number one now the person needs to be knowledgeable he needs to know what to do right and people assume that we're knowledgeable but when you start learning a little bit about kashrus, you realize there's a lot to learn there's a lot to learn so if that person happens to be in v'manam doesn't need anything if he's not in Kashris, he needs to learn the yanim right? If, you know, so like we have, let's say, if a Kosher Institute, we have the Mashkiach course, right? So take the Mashkiach course, take, take a course with another organization, the, mm-hmm. right? There's, there, there's information, you've got to have the information. There's, there's a lot of information that you'd be missing. So that person needs to be trained and needs to be that's, that's Pasha. Number two is, there absolutely needs to be cameras in the kitchen, mm-hmm. okay? Now cameras, even if nobody is sitting and watching those cameras, those cameras are it's so crucial for figuring out situations that happened and for that person to be able to have an idea of what's going on. And when I say a person in the kitchen, it doesn't mean they have to be in the kitchen and a full-time staff in the kitchen. But it's someone who's in the school. It could be a Rebbe. It could be a teacher. In, in yeshiva, it could be the Rav. It could be the assistant Rav. It, it could be a Balabas, a learned person. And when that person has access to the cameras, then they know what's going on. They mm-hmm. can check. Like, I have on my phone, I have access to all our restaurants, right? So I pull up my phone anytime, see exactly what's going on. Obviously, what we've, we've pulled ashkacha from every places. Re- every
0: restaurant that you give ashkaha to has video has, cameras? Has video cameras. Really? Yeah. Is that a prerequisite to granting the yes. supervision?
1: Yes, absolutely. Well. Wow. Yes, and to the point that if their cameras are down, it's in our contract that they cannot open until the cameras are fixed. Uh-huh. Um, and we've pulled ashkacha. We found, we, we, there, was, there was a situation, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's, a, it's a, a little bit on a tangent, but the, we, we've, we've, um, we've pulled Ashgacha based on it. We've had many issues that we've caught on camera, many issues that we've caught on camera. Um, I'm not watching the camera the whole day, but like that story where we pulled Ashgacha based on a situation. There was somebody that gave us a little tip about something that might so be going a, it's on. It's what
0: we would call a mir
1: It's a and, and when people know that they're on camera, they,
0: they act differently. They
1: act differently. It's a different world. It's a very different world. And you know, very often, you, they need to be reminded. So like every once in a while, like, I'll, I'll try to do that in a positive sense. Like if I see someone, let's say who's doing a fantastic job washing the vegetables, I'll take a little clip of it, send it to him, great job. And all Ooh. of a sudden, it's like, you well, know, like, one second. You know, that means that, that this. And it creates embarrasses. And it also, very often, what it really helps for is for clarification of a situation afterwards. Something happens, somebody says, I saw something, there was an issue that, pull off the camera, let's see. Everything is there it's 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 you know like lots of lovely. everything's there there's no questions right so there needs to be a person right there needs to be cameras and there needs to be number three is you need you cannot have the access to the kitchen cannot be open it, it, you need to have a lock on the kitchen and that the, that person who is a is the only one who knows who's coming in who's going out that's Got it. You, that's very very important because you, in a, especially in a shul in a school it's less in a in a in a masifta you know then you need a little bit more sophisticated locking system for Thursday nights but the the you know for a even for a shul you need you need you need to have otherwise you have people coming in and making it simple they're dropping off stuff they're taking stuff they think, you know they're taking stuff for the kid they should taking the military kitchen you
0: know so you said that yeshivas and schools are different than shuls
1: why so uh, the, the 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 difference I mean I would for a school I would encourage them much more to be under hashgacha because it's constant really? production of food I mean if they could if it's an option if it's an option to be under ashkaḥa it's definitely you know it's the, the difference the reason why i'm saying it's different is that the policies and setting up the kitchen if you're not having ashkaḥa are very similar but with regards to a school it's like a caterer because you're, you're serving food every food single day every single day three meals a three day three meals a day so there's there is no question that there are going to be issues right. when you have a shul they're having a kiddish they're bringing in kugel they're bringing in shala, they're even